Yesterday, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, lifelong Republican from my home state of Kentucky, announced something that I think is simultaneously evil and wrong and brilliant. And I'm going to explain why I'm saying that. Just just give me a minute. He announced that he's going to oppose. He's going to forcefully oppose conditions that have been allowing the federal government to pay for students' lunches across the country during the pandemic. I could do a whole episode on how outrageous it is that students even have to pay for school lunches. It's a whole issue in and to itself. It was something that was expected to have widespread bipartisan support. It's a no-brainer that actually helps everyday people in so many practical ways, but he's now opposing it. I want to unpack and explain it. Let me let me dig in a little bit and tell you why it's evil and brilliant in the most evil way. This is Sean King, and you are listening to the the, the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. How how evil do you have to be to say you are going to forcefully block school lunches getting paid for? <laughs> you know, I loathe with capital letters, bold print, underlined, highlighted. I loathe Mitch McConnell, uh, my dear grandmother, who we call Nana. My Nana hated Mitch McConnell until the day she died. My my family, my mother, my grandmother, and everybody were lifelong Democrats and just loathed Mitch McConnell. Anytime Mitch would come on the news, my family's from Kentucky. I mean, she would cuss and, and, and I mean, she she hated this man because he is a genuinely horrible human being, a genuinely horrible person who shocked Democrats. Nothing Mitch does should ever shock Democrats, but he shocked Democrats when he came out and said, you know what, I'm opposing this bill that's going to pay for school lunches. (laughs) And I'm going to make sure Republicans oppose it as well, because it had already been widely said and, and assumed that it was going to have real, meaningful, bipartisan support It's one of those policies that passed during the pandemic that really helps lift people in basic ways out of poverty so that no child ever comes to school and can't afford a lunch. And I won't spend much more time talking about it, but it's a crisis all over America. So much so that even kids whose families might be employed may come to school and they don't have money that week or that day. And often they're given crappy substitute lunches, not the real lunch. They are sometimes given bills. They're sometimes kept from activities. And this this policy was to say, listen, it's a pandemic. And let's just make sure that we do practical things that help people who are in need. And instead of continuing the policy, Mitch is saying, I know what y'all thought. But actually, I now oppose it. 
period, point blank. It's evil. It's wrong. It's ugly. It's elitist. It's foolhardy. And what he's proven is that none of that ever keeps him from getting reelected. So he can be all of those things. He can, he can be as ugly as he needs to be and win reelection. But I just want, well, I just want to be clear. I see it as nothing but ugly. Okay. Let me tell you why it's, it's evil and brilliant. It's brilliant because it is an example of a primary organizing strategy of conservatives and Republicans in America. They know how to make Democrats fight for so many basic things that they end up not really getting much of anything done. Instead of allowing this to be an easy victory for Democrats, he's now going to make Democrats fight, organize, lobby, negotiate, make backroom deals, all to get something that they were already told was going to pass easily. And instead of just letting it pass easily, he's going to make them fight for that. He's going to make them fight for every single actually meaningful thing that could ever get done. And it's a central strategy of the Republican Party. It's a central strategy in a lot of ways of white supremacy in America to make you fight so many battles just to barely have your head above water that you never really get to advance. You never really get to get out of poverty. You never actually get deep systemic change You never actually change the systems and structures and institutions of white supremacy because you're literally just fighting to get school lunch paid for for children. And so at the end of the day, you then spend weeks and weeks and weeks to get that thing passed. And the society, in essence, stays almost the same. And that's what they do. It is a horrible, brilliant strategy to make people have to fight in a hundred different battles, so much so that they can hardly get anything meaningful done. And when Democrats get in power, they don't do the same thing. Like Democrats are in power right now. While they barely control the Senate, they do control the Senate. They do control the House. They do control the presidency. And instead of blitzing Congress, instead of blitzing the government and trying to get as much stuff done as possible, instead of trying to make Republicans fight in a hundred different battles and stretching them thin, they can hardly agree on anything. Hardly get any primary policies, central game changing policies passed. And in a lot of ways, Mitch McConnell and a few conservative Republicans are dictating, and a few conservative Democrats, rather, like Joe Manchin, are basically dictating the entire Democratic agenda. And what I see over and over again is that when Democrats are in power, they rarely do with it what they need to do. It's just true. And when Republicans are in power, they push their their primary agenda and get things done, and they do everything they can 
to fight against anything meaningful that Democrats want. That's when they're when they're in power. And even when they're not in power, they find ways to set the agenda. There are lessons to learn there. Listen, I've got to run love and appreciate all of you. But I want to just teach this point. What Mitch McConnell's doing is ugly, but it's it's a lesson that we should understand on how people use their power. Take care, everybody. And if you're not yet a member of the North Star, please, please, please go to the northstar.com and join today. Become a member. Support this podcast. Support our articles, our writing, our journalism. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Oh,